Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. And welcome in. It's another edition of Mile High Magazine, and I am Murphy Houston. And we're talking to a couple of handsome young men from Denver Active 2030. We have Alex Aubrey. Alex, thanks for being here. <laughs> thanks for having me, Murphy. Yeah, you bet. Max uh, Gansline, how are you, Max? I'm well. Good morning. You guys sound good. You're ready to go. And we, we've talked to some of the fellows from uh, Denver Active 2030 before, but I want people to know about how great you guys are and what you're doing out there. I mean, seriously, I know you're snickering about that a little bit, but after the last interview, you're going, who, who even knew you guys were doing this kind of stuff? Who even knew about you guys? Well, that's what we're going to tell them right now. That's so, awesome. Why don't, Alex, why don't you start? What is Denver Active 2030? Uh, so Denver Active 2030 is a group of about 100 guys that focuses on raising money for at-risk and underprivileged youth, specifically in Denver. And on top of that, we're a group of, a, of 100 men ages 20 to 40. So we also focus on getting these young men ready to be leaders in the community. And how does how do you get them involved? I mean, let's ask Max that. How do you get them involved? What do you mean you get them involved? You know, the organization's been around for 31 years. Right. And with the mission to, to serve at-risk youth in Colorado, um, we, we really haven't struggled to find uh, new members. We've been blessed in that we've got 108 members currently. Um, and uh, through the four or five events we host every year, uh, we do our best to get out into the community, meet potential members, and then also raise as much money as we can to deploy back into the uh, Denver metro area as a whole. Uh, what kind of money are we talking about? You know, uh, this year we're going to grant just under a million dollars through the course of our five events. Congratulations. Um, and that's about Thank average you. for us over the last five years. The first year we were around 31 years ago, uh, the total was 2000 bucks. So we've seen some significant growth since then. You guys are doing well. We're headed the right direction. (laughs) We're headed the right direction. Trying hard. And and then, Alex, who gets the money? I mean, you have a – obviously, a lot of people are aware of what you're doing, and they ask, like, a grant-type thing, give us cash. Oh, exactly. We do do grants. So we get uh, about 150 charities every year that ask for funds through a granting process. Um, And we take all 150 people that apply. We pair a member up with each charity – that asks for funds, and then we go evaluate that charity to make sure that the money that we're granting out goes to a charity that supports our costs, and it has to be at-risk and underprivileged youth in the state of Colorado. Have you ever said no to anybody? I can't imagine. It's it's tough. I'll bet. With a million a million bucks to give out, yeah. so we can't say yes to everyone, so it's a pretty gut-wrenching and extensive process getting it down. It's something we hate doing, but we have to do it. Murph, let me, let me give you an example. This year we were, uh, received a request for $2.4 million in grants from 161 wow. entities. So that shows you the type of yeah. need that's in this community. And, of course, we'd love to grant all, you know, all $2.4 million, but at this point um, you know, we've got, I think, $945,000 this year to deploy, and, and so we've got to make some hard decisions. And when you do the, I suppose it's a interview process, grant review, right? What do you ask? What are you looking for? What what turns you? Okay, you're going to get some money. It, it's usually an, an at least an hour long meeting with wow. folks at the the charity, and so we'll we'll go through the financials before we even talk to them, and then we'll sit down and ask them what they're going to use the money for, just to make sure it it's it lines up with our mission. 
You know, we've got four pillars of funding, um, and uh, really we try and stick to those. It's child advocacy, education. Um, we're also into a personal enrichment thing, which is outdoor experiences and, and um, uh, you know, getting out into the wild and then education. And so with those, we're looking to uh, really have those four pillars, grant to those right. uh, that fit right. within our framework, and then the, the goal being – um, to grant those those dollars to the groups that make the most impact and that can actually show measurable results. Um, and one uh, that's been our biggest beneficiary for the longest is Denver Kids. Um, Denver Kids familiar with is in the, uh, yeah, Their mission yeah. is is to have uh, as high of a graduation rate for DPS high school students as possible. And, and this year um, they're getting 81% of students who participate in their program uh, to graduation on time. And that is a huge, huge milestone for them and something that we are proud of as well. Uh, you as you a, should be. Main sponsor, yeah, as one of their main sponsors. How about name some other groups that we may know that people might be surprised that you guys are helping? Uh, the Tennyson Center. Oh, sure. Is a large beneficiary sure. of ours. And, and uh, you know, we grant all the way up to a quarter million dollars and all the way down to $5,000. So our, our spectrum of giving uh, is really is really broad. This year we ended up with 61 grants. That's a lot. Congratulations. It's a lot. We it's really motivating when people ask for two million and we've only raised one million. So it really helps when we're putting in the hours to raise the money to show sure, sure. one more ask or one more call or one more sponsor gets us to be able to say yes to two more charities. Well, I hate to give you more business, but <laughs> if there's folks seriously that are sitting out there right now listening to what's talk going, wow, these guys might help us. How do they request the grant money? Yeah, so uh, we've got a website, as you would imagine, and it's uh, da2030.org. I'd encourage everyone to take a look at it. Not only does it have our grant application, uh, which is open for a window uh, in the summer, uh, but also shows a little bit about us, our organization, our mission, our vision, and and the events that we have every year. So you can not only see how to apply and where to apply, but also what we do to raise the money and hopefully come on out and participate in one of our events. Well, you have big events, too, big events. In fact, I think it was during the summer you had the polo event. Isn't that one of your bigger ones? Oh, yeah. it's the I, I believe it's the largest charitable polo tournament in the United States, as you say. It exactly. is. At least that's what we've been told. And it's an event that uh, was the first event that we ever had 31 years ago. Again, that raised you know $2,000 net at the end of the day. And uh, and was really the kind of founding event for the organization. Sure, sure. Um, this year, uh, in well, every June, we've got the Denver Polo Classic. We'll host about six thousand guests. Uh, three days of polo, a black tie event. You know, beautiful fields uh, down in Littleton, and and uh, do everything we can to bring dollars in the door so that we can grant them back out at the end of the year. And these are serious polo players. This is you're not making a movie out here with a bunch of actors. Oh. I mean, these people, they know how to do it's competitive. I've seen it. You know, before I got involved in the group, I had never seen polo and you know, it, it wasn't really something I grew up around. No, um, but no. these guys are world class. They come in from South America and from Europe and uh, it's in partnership with uh Valiente and Bob Jernavis and his team. Um and um and yeah, it's some world class sport. Fun. Everybody dresses up. I mean, it's a big deal. The women got the big hats. I mean, it's it's fun. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> it's the most fun thing I've seen done in Denver, raising money. Well, what else do you guys do? What other events? You said, what, five, six events a year? That's a lot, really. Yeah. So we've got the, the Denver Polo, and then we've also has, we also have the Barn Party. So that's another 
huge party we throw. We get lots of sponsors, and we get a usually get a really good band, and it, it is just a blast for people to come out. And everyone's having such a great time raising money. There's so many smiles for the people that are there, and then the barn out. party. Where, do, party. where does that happen? Yeah, it's the Denver Barn Party, <laughs> and, and this also happens. Uh, it happens at a private barn um, out in Littleton. It's a 2,000-person country western music show. This year we had Midland as our act. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, about a $100 ticket, and it's all you can eat, all you can drink. It's a fantastic event, and, um, you know, we've got Noble Energy as a sponsor, Budweiser's a partner, um, and at the end of the day, uh, it's a big moneymaker for us, and, again, every dollar – that we net um, ends up being deployed back into the community. So it's a good excuse to have some fun uh, and also get together and listen to country music. Well, you guys get a variety of stuff. Yeah. That appeals to a lot of different people. We and, do. Yep. And a fun caveat I'll add to the event. So one of the ways we raise and maximize how much we raise at the events is since it's a group of a hundred guys, we do all the labor or almost all the labor setting these things up, tearing these things down, working them during the events, clean, serving food serving drinks taking the trash out so and we we raise extra by doing all the labor ourselves well i was going to say you're saving a lot of money yeah by dollar doing the labor. Dollar earned on that yeah right. exactly and again let's emphasize the fact that all the money yeah. goes to the charities you yeah. guys aren't taking anything out of it I, and that that's what gets us there at six seven in the morning for these events <laughs> well i'll bet <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we know exactly what the extra yeah. is on us being there so we do it and, but, and the next level nuance to that is is that um and not to toot our own horn, but the, the the energies and efforts that the members expend is part of this leadership development. And so we're lucky that not only do we get to have fun events, but we're building future philanthropic leaders through the efforts and, you know, seeing these young men grow up alongside us through putting on charitable events is something that, that we really also uh, think is pretty special. Well, it's a big bonding session, I would think. And, and do you do things, I'm, I'm just curious, and maybe you don't, you're doing these fundraisers, which is great, you're working together, but do you have like other sessions where you sit down and talk about being a leader? Do you have a, just a meeting with the guys and say, you know, here's why we're doing this, and here's what we think you could be doing 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road with other people? Yes. Yeah, so every month we get together as a group over dinner, and we discuss all of the latest happenings with the groups. We do our, a lot of our event planning there. And a lot of times we'll have speakers and we'll, we'll bring in our own mentors to come educate the rest of the group on things they're working on, things to think about, how to be a good person in the community, how to be a leader at the at where you're working. Right. So th- those meetings are a lot of fun and a lot of bonding goes on there, too. Well, I'll bet so. But you, you're, you're kind of building the future of Denver. Or maybe the state. I'm, I'm not sure. Because we're, <laughs> we're very kind. We like to think so. Well, if no, we're lucky. I mean, seriously. If we're lucky. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, and I started radio when I was 20 years old. And I wish I'd have had something like that because we like to be involved with the community. That's why I'm talking to you guys today. But we didn't have those directions. You guys are teaching these young guys the value oh. of being out there and helping give back a little bit because it's important. Don't you yeah. think? I would agree with you, and I, I joined the group when I was 23, I've and or became a part of the group. I'm 31 now, so I can definitely say I've learned a lot from some of the older guys who aren't here. That when you when you turn 40, we we boot you out of the uh, the the original group and move you into the alumni group. But say a lot of those guys in the alumni group, I've learned a lot from. Kind of so like PGA true. golf, you know, you play those, <laughs> <laughs> then you get booted to the senior group. Right. Yeah, but that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you guys do a golf tournament. If I'm not 
forgetting something. It, you here. know, we do, and and we're thrilled this year uh, to announce that uh, we're going to be welcomed at the sanctuary. It's our first year at the sanctuary. Oh uh, my goodness! The, the golf tournament's going to be June sixth, and uh, over the years we've had uh, really successful and 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 super fun tournaments, and and so this year um, uh, we're going to be teeing up at the sanctuary. If, have you guys played the sanctuary? Nope. This is our first year at the the sanctuary with us, and we everybody's got a golf tournament, and then there's our golf tournament, and it is a lot of fun. Well, the sanctuary is the holy grail, and uh, you know it's Dave Liniger, Remax owns it. It's own his own private playground, and uh, Rudy. I don't know if you dealt with Rudy the pro out there. It's just the nicest guy. Probably helped make the decision to get you guys out there. Yeah, because they get a lot of requests. Yep, it was yeah. it was thanks to Rudy and a, a couple of the members in our organization, Mike Fancher, Kenny Monford, and close friends who have put this deal together yeah. with us this year, and and so we, we couldn't be more thrilled and grateful to to be playing at the sanctuary here on June sixth. So when's the yeah. start? Sign up for that beast because you're going to need to get involved. I mean, you have to raise a certain amount of money for the foursome. I know that you do, and that all comes back to the charity. But that's the way Dave Lindiger runs it. That's right, and that's why he's yeah. successful running those things. That's right. And I've played in, out there several times for various charities, and it's amazing. How'd you play? Yeah, eighty-five, eighty-six. That's pretty oh, good. Man. No, you know that's it. But uh, it's it's a challenging, unique golf experience in Colorado. And do, that you, I mean, seriously, when can you start signing up? Can we start now? I mean, people may want to get on board. You know, uh, we've got our website live. We don't have everything finalized because it's still a little ways. You know, nine months out, but we're getting. The final pieces put together yeah. for it, and uh, and yeah, we'll certainly post it on the website for everyone to participate. Well, let's talk a little bit about, and I know you got a big event coming up for kids for Christmas, but don't you do a, a lot of other type events where you help give the money out, or the money comes back for various causes? Am I right about that? So, talk about yeah. some of those besides the Christmas party. Can you do that? Where the money goes, and you get together with kids and. It seems like you were doing one last spring that we talked about, and I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. Well, so Christmas for Kids, one of the reasons that we're so excited about this one is we do a lot of fundraising parties and a lot of things sure. that get people there. But this Christmas for Kids, is we partner with Denver Kids, and it is the, the only one we do where we actually bring 150 kids to the event, and it's it's all about them. The money's already been raised or people are donating. And, and the people that are at that event are the kids, not the sponsors and the donators. Right. So this is this is a, So this is your big event. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. And so really. a little more detail on Christmas for Kids, or as we call it, C4K, is um, on uh, December 15th, uh, every one of our members is going to go out to uh, pick up a student who's involved in Denver Kids uh, at their home at 6 a.m., and they're barely, you know, half awake, and, and, and we take them. Actually, and, if there are any members lift, listening, you got to pick them up by five forty-five to get there on time. Yeah, and um, and then we take them out to the the Target in Stapleton, and um, and every student gets a hundred dollars to spend on gifts, but it's not gifts for themselves; it's gifts for their family, and they get to experience the act of gift giving. And you know, a lot of people don't get that. And it's a really special experience to be walking around with these young people and helping them budget, helping them understand what it means to, you know, sure. be responsible, but also give them that that emotional connection to thinking about, hey, what does mom want for Christmas or what's my cousin want for Christmas? And, and you know, the first year I was there, it was kind of uh, eye-opening to me because my student said, my sister needs socks and my mom needs a toothbrush and my brother needs gloves. 
I thought he was going to say I need a Game Boy and a basketball. Why? So it's an eye opener. It was it? it was an eye opener for me. Yeah. Um. And so we all go shopping. Um. You know, the line is a, a mile long, and we're checking everyone out, and then everyone wraps their gifts and puts the stickers on it and the bows and the, writes the names, and then uh, and then uh, we kind of have a surprise for them after that's all after that's all over. Is it the whole 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 man himself? It is. <laughs> it is. Somehow I guess that. That's <laughs> it. Santa Santa comes in. We've doing we've been doing it enough years, so I don't know if it's a secret anymore, but Santa comes in on a helicopter. Oh, stop so he it. comes in on a real sleigh. It's twenty eighteen. We're not messing around. Oh, holy he comes cow. in on a real sleigh. It like lands in a parking lot at the Target store? Exactly. Woo. That's big time. <laughs> I mean seriously. Yeah. yeah. Really? Usually it's a station wagon. <laughs> yeah. This is a helicopter. He comes down, hops out of the helicopter, and then so now after these kids have gone and shopped for everyone but themselves, we run it. The, Santa comes and deliver, delivers toys, so we run in with basketballs, footballs, Barbie oh. dolls, drones, and hand all, all that out when the kids and the kids are still stunned. Losing it because yeah. Santa just literally <laughs> flew in like in the movies. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> that yeah. sounds great. And do you like a dinner or a breakfast then, and you feed them and the whole thing, huh? Do you do that? Uh, yeah, so we'll feed them for breakfast and and yeah. um, and then end up taking them back to their house because they can't wait to put the gifts under the tree and show everyone what they've got. And then and then our group gets together and, and has a meeting and, and celebrates a bit. Yeah, Target's actually opening up an hour early and, and staffing their cafe, so the kids are going to get food right when they get there before they start shopping. Good for them. Yeah. That's a great thing. So how— do these lucky kids get picked? I mean, there's got to be a lot to choose from. There, There is. We partner really strongly with Denver Kids, and they go through and pick some of their top kids that are, are really doing well in the program or, or really taking to the program, and that's how we get the list. Talk about – can we talk about Denver Kids a little bit? Maybe those that don't know, I, I'm lucky enough to be familiar, but uh, maybe, Max, you can talk a little bit about what they're all about. Yeah, so Denver Kids is a longstanding organization. It started as Denver Boys and Denver Girls a long, long time ago, uh, and the mission is really to see students in Denver public schools through high school and uh, specifically those that are either on free and reduced lunch or have some sort of, you know, uh, financial obstacle or, or social emotional obstacle to graduation and uh, get them to graduate on time. And so, you know, the graduation rates in Colorado are not stellar. And with the help of Denver Kids and Jim Goebelbecker, who's the executive director uh, and a spectacular one, they're really pushing these graduation rates higher and higher. And they set up uh, mentors to be with these kids on a regular basis, help provide support where necessary, uh, keep an eye on them. Uh, help them in the, you know, both in the education and personal realms of their lives, uh, make sure that the parents stay involved and uh, keep a counselor, you know, in the realm just to really provide a holistic approach to to helping students graduate because we know right. that that's a key to the future of their lives. And so I sit on the board of Denver Kids um, and uh, it's been a group that that we've supported from Denver Active 2030 uh, side for a very long time and, and someone we really believe in. So what are the ages of some of these kids? Are they high school age kids? Or? Well, Denver kids support support students all the way through high school. However, um, you know, the high school students aren't as amused potentially by uh, the Christmas for Kids events as uh, some of their younger counterparts. So elementary students and, and middle school students, for the most part, is who's participating in our event.
Well, wait a minute. You mean these high school kids aren't excited to see Santa Claus come out of a helicopter? I'm Everybody gets fired up. I when Santa really. gets there, it doesn't matter what the attitude when you pull up. It's gone from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, and around 7.15 it happens, and everybody's jazzed. Even the members are jazzed, and they've seen this a couple yeah. of years and years in a row. Many years in a row, and they're yeah. excited. Yeah, we're still trying to take pictures in the helicopter. Well, that's because your kid's at heart. I mean, let's yeah. face the facts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're with kids, but you are kids. Yeah, And to do a wonderful thing. Yeah, We're talking to uh, Alex Aubrey and Max Gainsline of uh, Denver Active 2030, a group of young men basically in the age of 20 to 30. Am I right about that? 20 to 39. So if um, some of those guys are listening now, yeah, then they get to the senior tournament, right? That's right. Yeah. right. The champions <laughs> tour. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That's yeah. right. Um, how do they get involved? How do these young men go, gosh, I should be part of that? How does that happen? Do they have to try out or what? Uh, you, you just got to reach out to a member, and then you have to be really passionate about the, the cause that we're all about because there's 100 people in it, and there's a lot of connections to be made. But what we really focus on is the cause in raising money for the kids in Colorado. And so if we find out that that is your passion and you can really do a good job raising money and helping the extra charities that we want to support, reach out to one of our current members and let it be known that you're interested. And and those are the guys who usually make it into the group. Would you say that's accurate, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, our website has all that information on it. And and, uh, we welcome conversations with anyone and everyone who's interested in, in being a part of this group because... Um, you know, by nature, we've got members that age out. And so we're always sure. filling the pipeline sure. with, with new members and, and new guys. Is there um, a number limit? Is it only 100 guys or is it whatever? You, you know, it's a good question and it's something we've debated. Uh, right now we're at 108 members. Uh, just like anything, we don't want to grow too fast because you can lose some culture and you can lose some of the relationships and and frankly, you know, you could be herding cats, and uh, sure. if you've got four or five hundred members, it would lose some of the, what we think makes it special. Uh, we don't have a hard cap on membership, but we do try and be cognizant that you know we want the right guys in the group. Yeah. And speaking of the right guys, are these all suits, as we say in the business, or could you be a mechanic? Could you be working for you, you can, anything? You, you can, can be, be anybody. Anyone. Right. You can be anybody. And we do have a wide spectrum um, of members, everyone from entrepreneurs to, you know, finance guys to people that own their own small businesses and, and everything in between. We've got doctors. We've got, you know, a lot of us, frankly, are more white collar professionals, just given the nature of, of the endeavor and the efforts and, and the fundraising that we're trying sure. to achieve. But sure. there's certainly no uh, no one we wouldn't be interested in talking to. The, so, so the key is where your heart is, not so much where your job is. Absolutely. The job really dictates who has to wear a tie to the meeting or not. Us <laughs> finance guys and the attorneys, we kind of lose out and have to wear the ties. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, I got into radio because I didn't have to wear a tie. <laughs> we're, we're jealous. <laughs> so let's talk about the future a little bit for a Denver Active 2030. Plans coming up, new events coming up. Uh, you seem to have a yeah. pattern down now that we're very successful. So, yeah, having, having done this for a while, we're uh, just finished putting together a five-year strategic plan for the group. Oh, good. And uh, it's something we hadn't done for 10 years, so we we're a little overdue. And, uh, you know, the, the mission and vision does not change whatsoever, um, but the goal is to raise double the money we're raising today. So we'd like to be able to deploy $2 million in five years. Oh, my gosh. In five years from now, we'd like a $2 million check to be coming from us 
to the beneficiaries and nonprofits we support. And so uh, it's a big task, and we yeah. think we can do it through events. But really, uh, you know, the next steps are going to be to find family foundations and partnerships with large corporate entities and other big sponsors that are, uh, you know, believers in our mission and what we do. We've got great sponsors like Bank of America and Shop BMW and, you know, Locked in Insurance. You name it. Sure. You know, these these big companies support us to a degree. But if we're going to get to two million bucks, we've got to find other large, call it institutional partnerships that you know believe in what we're doing and, and want to get on board. Yeah. Event fundraising can only take you so far. And you can only ask for yeah. dollars so often from the same people. But mm-hmm. you get some people with uh, big business money, you can really, really roll. Yep. Yeah. And along those lines, um, the spot for a major sponsor for Christmas for Kids is still up for grabs. Oh, So we're tell. still looking for a major sponsor there. It's $10,000, and you're the owner of the event. And then uh, we added this year, we, we added a helicopter sponsor. So... We got a couple extra seats in the bird, pending how the the type, the size Santa Claus we end up finding. We could have two to three seats available, but that's actually a sponsorship, and that one's around around five. To be in the helicopter? Oh yeah. Well, how do we sign up? I mean, there might be somebody listening right now. I'm going. I want to be in that helicopter with Santa Claus. Uh, let just go to the website, or yeah, is that the yeah, best way to do it? Website. Yeah. Call us. Call me. Call Max. Uh, we. Well, you don't want to give your phone numbers out there because you you'll get crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you want people with some serious cash. Yeah. Well, and, and and the beautiful thing about Christmas for Kids is is not only do we have large sponsors, but we raise through this event a, a pretty good chunk of cash. But it's all from mostly friends, family, and direct asks. And so we get twenty, thirty, forty dollars sponsorships, and all those dollars go directly to putting presents under the tree for these kids and their families. And so a big part of what we do during Christmas for Kids is that direct ask, that email push, put the feelers out sure. into the network. Sure. And so, uh, you know, C4K really becomes a grassroots event where we're bringing in dollars to support um, um, the event specifically just through our, our direct network and a direct ask. And for any company out there that's we're reaching the end of the year, might be looking for a bit of a tax deduction, a nice donation for the Christmas party You're might uh, might be go. appropriate. <laughs> there huh? you go. Just saying, you know, call you guys or don't call them, but go to the website. <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. And that's just DA2030.org. Well, good for you guys. And do you have a, a particular time of the year you, you do a membership? Okay, we got these names and we're going to all get together and determine like, you know. Yeah. So um, our membership window opens in the summer, pretty much June, July, August. And then we bring on new members December 1st. So we've just welcomed 17 new members to the group, um, effective November 1st. It's a new crop of, of young, passionate, really, really uh, excited and, and interesting people that are putting their heads together and figuring out a way to make a difference. And so we've just invited 17 new members, and we'll do the same thing. Not sure what the number will be. Come again, uh, you know, December of 2019. That's very exciting stuff, though, to see that new blood come in, I'll bet. They're all fired up. And, a new class. And they got new ideas. And, and you'd, be, you'd be amazed the, uh, the amount of energy that we get as an organization when we bring a new group of of you know, passionate individuals in who have most of the time never had experience in fundraising. You know, I, I know I certainly didn't. I'm pretty sure Alex here didn't really have any experience, mm-hmm. but through being involved in the program, mentorship and guidance and, and just frankly putting your head down and your elbows up, um, a lot of these guys really take to it. 
Well, and it's a good yeah. thing to learn. We've talked about that a little earlier in our discussion here. It's good to learn how to give back to the community. Yep. I mean, there's yeah. so much need, and you've both alluded to the fact you were shocked. Like when you take the kid to Target, and he's buying socks, and he's not buying, you know, an Xbox. Right. That's that's an eye-opening experience. Yeah. We we have breakfast for our members after we do the Christmas for Kids shopping. So once everything's done, presents are wrapped, kids are dropped off, we all go to breakfast. And you see a lot of the guys in the group, and some of these are tough guys. Everybody's a little – you can see guys getting emotional. It's awesome. Well, it is. And the part about the fact that's happening right here under your nose – day in and day out, and you don't even know about it mm-hmm. until you deal with these young people yeah, and what their needs are, not just for them, but for their entire families. It's it's crucial to be involved. It is. It is. Yeah. And that's why you guys are doing such a good job. Well, again, let's talk about it. It's Denver Active 2030. you got the big Christmas for kids coming up. It's the 15th of December. That's right. Max, you said that? Yep. And you need a corporate sponsor, <clears throat> and you need somebody, if they want to ride the helicopter, could kick in some some coin. Would help the situation, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And if you oh, want yeah. to join a great young men's group that uh, are educated about life a little bit and how to give back, Denver Active 2030 is it. And uh, give us the information again how that all happens there, Max. You yeah. got it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the website's da2030.org. Um, it'll show you all the events over the course of the year. If you're interested in any of them, please look us up. Uh, Christmas for Kids is coming up December 15th. You can donate on the website. Um, you know, no donations too small. We collaborate uh, with large organizations, but also bring in tons of tons of uh, you know really needed funds through five, ten, twenty dollar donations, and and so you can find that on our website. Um, you know, we're a group of 108 men trying to do the right thing and and working hard and live here in Denver. So look us up if you want to be part of the group, and and uh, we're really excited. And more the merrier. It sounds like get on board. Oh yeah, thanks you guys for coming in today. Really appreciate it, Mark. Yeah, it's Thanks been real special. Denver Active 2030. It's uh, Alex Aubrey and Max Gansline. We appreciate what you guys are doing for the community and keep up the good work. Keep Thanks. it going. Don't stop after how many? 31 years? Let's That's keep her going yeah. another 31 years or more. It's great stuff. This That's is what's smart, going man. on in our community, folks. It's happening out there. Get involved if you can. We'd certainly appreciate that because you're helping people that live right here with you, and that's kind of what it's all about. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. It's Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston, and we'll talk to you next week.